the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thank you for tuning in. You're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour. My name is Sam Nicholas, and I'm your host. I'll be with you for the next hour, taking your calls, and we'll be talking about the Bible, and talking about Christianity, and just praying for your prayer requests. So if you've got a prayer request, if you've got something you want to bring before the Lord, you can call in tonight. We are a live program. Yes, we are live. We are here in studio. And like I said, we'll be with you for the next hour. But before we go, before we do anything, let's get before the Lord. Let's just ask the Lord for his power, for his grace and his mercy for this next hour. Father, we thank you, Lord, and we come before you, Lord. We humbly come before you, Lord, seeking seeking you for who you are, Lord. I thank you for this hour. I thank you for this time you give us, Lord. I thank you for your grace and your mercy. I thank you, Lord, that you give us this opportunity, Lord, to be before you, to be with you. So I just pray, Lord, for this next hour, that your Holy Spirit will take control. Holy Spirit, take over. You are welcome in this place. And I pray, Lord, that you will do abundantly, exceedingly beyond what we ask, Lord. Bless each and every listener tonight, Lord. Let the power of God go out tonight through this radio broadcast. In Jesus' name, we thank you and we praise you. Amen. Again, thank you for tuning in. You're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour. I'm your host, Sam Nicholas. We'll be here for the next hour, so call in tonight with your prayer requests, call in with your Bible questions, with your praise reports, whatever's whatever's going on. What's going on in your life right now that you need to bring before the Lord? Who do you know that's in the hospital, that's just been to the doctor and needs healing? Let's stand in the gap and let's seek the Lord's. Let's seek the Lord's power. Let's seek the Lord's grace and his mercy for our loved ones, for our family, for ourselves. For whatever your need is, call in tonight. The number is 1-888-995-5552. That's 1-888-995-5552 for the live on your calls. If you need prayer or if you need, if you, if you know somebody who needs prayer, call in tonight and we will bring your requests before the Lord. Look what it says in Hebrews, the third chapter. It says, Therefore, since we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession. For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who has been tempted in all things as we are, yet without sin. And listen to this. Therefore, let us draw near with confidence to the throne of grace so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. We have a great high priest who's been tempted in every way, who can sympathize with our weaknesses. He knows where we're at. He knows our our hurts. He knows our pains. He knows our weaknesses. And he can sympathize. And he does sympathize. And he, he gives us the opportunity. He gives us the privilege to be able to come before him in confidence. We come before the throne of grace. So why don't you do what the Bible says tonight it says draw near with confidence to the throne of grace so that you may receive mercy and grace to find help in time of need and that's what we do we stand in the gap and we ask the lord we seek the lord we do we 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 pray to god and seek his blessing so why don't you do that tonight call in with your prayer requests call in with your bible questions call in with your testimonies and praise reports and just encourage somebody. You're going to encourage somebody when you call and tell and, and, and say and share 
how the Lord has blessed you, how the Lord has, has answered your prayers. So just call and give glory to God and encourage somebody to, to, to have faith and trust that God will do it. So the number is one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. That's one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. We also have some <clears throat> prayer requests that I want to get to before we go any further. We want to thank the Lord for 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 Manny's healing. Uh, Manny uh, was uh, he had surgery this week and he's uh, still in the hospital recovering from the surgery. We want to thank God that everything went well and we want to pray for a quick recovery and a complete recovery for many we also want to pay, pray for pastor michael up in uh, the bay area i uh, heard his mom went home to be with the lord so we want to pray comfort and peace upon the family we also want to pray for chris and we want to pray for nancy uh lonnie's wife uh, i heard she's back in the hospital so we just want to keep her in prayer so father we thank you for that we thank you and we praise you. We glorify your name because you are awesome and mighty. And there's nothing beyond your ability, Lord. So I pray, Mugodot, for each and every need. We pray for many, Mugodot, for his recovery. We pray for his healing, Lord. We pray for Pastor Michael and his family, that you would comfort them in their time of mourning, that you would be their comfort, that you would be their joy. Yes, Lord. You said, blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. I pray that you fulfill your word, that you would comfort them, Lord. We pray for Chris, for your blessing and your healing. We pray for Nancy, We pray according to your will, We thank you and we praise you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Well, we've got some announcements <clears throat> that we're going to share with you in just a minute. But before we do that, let's start going to our phone calls. If you'd like to call in tonight, the number is one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. Call in with your prayer requests. Let's get before the Lord and just bring your request before the Lord. That's one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. If you have a question about the Bible, about Christianity, doctrine, theology. Uh, if you have a question about the cults, the occult, whatever is your question, whatever is on your mind tonight, I encourage you to call in with your questions. The number is one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. That's one eight 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 nine nine five fifty five fifty two. Let's go to our first caller, and we'll talk to David. Hi, David. You're on the air. How can we help you tonight? Hi, Sammy. How are you? Doing well. How are you doing? Good. Can you uh, pray for me? I'm having a lot of trouble with my legs and my feet. Uh, I've just been having a lot of aches and there, and I just need prayer. Yes. Well, Lord, we thank you. We thank you for the opportunity, for the privilege, Lord, of bringing our needs and our desires before you. And I just pray for David right now, Lord. Lord, these thank aches you, Lord. and pains, Lord, in his muscles, in his legs, in his feet, in his hands, whatever, wherever he has these aches and pains, you are the God who created his body, and you are the God who's able to take to take away these pains, Lord, to give vigor and health, Lord, to his muscles and his legs and his, his arms and his feet. Lord, I just pray, Lord, that from the crown of his head to the soles of his feet, Lord, that he would be able to function, Lord, the way you created him to function, Lord, to be able to work, to be able to 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 walk and do all the things he needs to do, Lord, without pain, Father. I just pray, Lord, that you would strengthen him, empower him, Lord, by the grace and the mercy of Jesus Christ through his sacrifice on the cross, Lord, taking our infirmities, taking our, our transgressions, Lord, taking all of our hurts, our pains, our sins, Lord, he did it all on the cross. He provided for our health. He provided for our spiritual health and our physical health, Lord. And I just pray your precious uh, blessing upon him and your healing in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank God, you, Sammy. God bless you. Thanks for calling in, Dave. God bless. God bless you. Well, I was telling you that we have some announcements. And before, let me tell you again, you can call in with your prayer requests. Call in with your prayer requests, your Bible questions, your testimonies, praise reports, or whatever topic you wanted to discuss tonight. If there's something on your mind you want to talk about, give us a call at 1-888-995-5552. That's 1-888-995-5552 for the live on-air calls. If you have a Bible question, 
a praise report, or if you have a prayer request, if you want to bring something before the Lord, or you know somebody who's who's in need, you want to pray for somebody, you want to stand in the gap, you want to be part of this ministry and stand in the gap and just bring somebody up for prayer, I encourage you to do that. It's one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. 995 Just wanted to remind you that every Friday night, we're getting together for, for prayer and worship in Arcadia. So if you're in the area or if you'd like to come out and visit, come out to 805 North 1st Avenue in the city of Arcadia every Friday night at 8 p.m. We'd love to see you out there. We'd love to, for you to come out and worship with us. It's a time of worship, a time of prayer, uh, a time when we get together and we fellowship around the Word. So, you know, we've been doing a, a study in 1 Corinthians. Uh, this week uh, we'll be in the fourth chapter. So if you want to study up, you know, read the fourth chapter of First Corinthians and come out to L.A. Gypsy Church. We're at 805 North 1st Avenue in the city of Arcadia. It's very easy to get to. Just uh, get on the 210 freeway, come into the Arcadia area, and get off at Santa Anita Avenue. When you get off at Santa Anita Avenue, go north up to Foothill Boulevard, probably just about one block. So go one block north to Foothill Boulevard, make a right. You go one more block to 1st Avenue, make another right, and you'll see us at 805 uh, North 1st Avenue at the corner of Forest and 1st Avenue. So come out Friday night. I know it's a week away. You know, we were just there last night. We had a, a great service last night. Uh, but mark your calendar. Uh, put an alarm on your smartphone or something. And remember to come out to L.A. Gypsy Church uh, Friday nights at 8 p.m. for prayer and worship and God's Word. We'd love to see you out there. Also, uh, Sunday service, Galgaje. Uh, it's uh, the Hills Church, Pastor Walter Hofflin. We uh, get together every Sunday morning at uh, 10 a.m., so we'd love to see you out there. Again, it's 805 North 1st Avenue in the city of Arcadia. <clears throat> you can also listen to this program on podcast. So if you'd like to listen to a previous broadcast uh, or you missed uh, some programs and you'd like to catch up, uh, you're welcome to go to kkla.com forward slash podcast or just go to kkla.com and look for the podcast page. Also, something exciting we got going on is uh, December the 22nd, we will be having a baptism. So uh, we're going to be having a service. It'll be a Friday night, the Friday night before Christmas. So Friday, December 22nd, uh, come out to L.A. Gypsy Church, the Hills Church, uh, over in Arcadia, 805 North 1st Avenue. Uh, we're having a full service. Hopefully we'll have a, a, a baptism. We've got some people who want to get baptized. And uh, we'll get to you. We'll be there, we will be there together from 8 o'clock uh, till, till probably around 9, 10 o'clock. And then we'll get together and have some fellowship afterwards. So come out to L.A. Gypsy Church, 805 North 1st Avenue, December the 22nd for baptism. And if you want to get baptized... Or if you know somebody who wants to get baptized, get in touch with us, and we'll put you. We'll, we'll we'll make sure that you're on the schedule to get baptized. So if you know somebody who wants to get baptized, you know what would be great if you if you received the Lord recently or through this program, and you want to get baptized, let us know and uh, come out and be uh, get baptized uh, at Ellie Gypsy Church on December the twenty second. So we'll be talking more about that as we get closer. To the event, and then we've got stuff going on. We've got some announcements for January and for February that we're excited about. So stay tuned in, and uh, and we'll let you know. Let's go right to the phone lines, and we're going to talk to Pat. Hi, Pat. You're on the air. How can we help you tonight? Hi, listen. I just need prayer for my um, my stomach. I've been having a lot of stomach problems, and I. Mm -hmm. Pray for me. Well, Father, we just come before you for Pat. Yeah. Lord, you know what's going on, Father, and you know yeah. the pain and you yeah. know the suffering, Lord. Oh, Lord, yeah. you know the stomach problems. So I just pray, Father, that yeah. you would bless and that you would heal and that you yeah. would give the anointing yeah. of your Holy Spirit, 
Lord, to relieve from pain, to relieve from suffering, and to give, Lord, to replace that suffering with joy, replace that suffering with rejoicing, Lord. I just pray, Father, for a special blessing upon Pat, Lord, Lord, that there would be no more pain, that there would be no more suffering, Lord, that there would be normal functions, Lord. And I just pray for your blessing in a powerful name, the authority of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you so very much. God bless you, Pat. God bless you. you. Good Bye. night. And we want to pray for, for Nancy, who's in the hospital for tests on Monday, and also prayer for Jimmy. Father, we thank you. We praise you, Lord, and we just come before you in prayer. Prayer and supplication, Lord. We make our request known unto you, Lord, for, for Nancy, Lord, for the tests that are going to be going on on Monday. Lord, we pray for good results. We pray, Lord, that you would have your way and that you would give the results, that we would hear the report of the Lord, that we would hear good results, results, Lord, that show your glory and your power to heal. And we pray for Jimmy, that you would be glorified through Jimmy's healing. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And if you'd like to call in tonight, <coughs> excuse me, if you'd like to call in tonight, if you need prayer or you know somebody who needs prayer or you thought, uh, you've got a Bible question, something you want to just, uh, maybe you heard something or read something and you want to get a better understanding or on doctrine and theology or whatever, call in tonight. I encourage you to call in early. The number is 1-888-995-5552. That's 1-888-995-5552 for the live on your calls. Let's go back to the phone lines and we're going to talk to Eric. Hi, Eric. You're on the air. How can we help you tonight? Hi. Thank you. I appreciate you being there. Um, okay, there was uh, a couple of things. Um, okay, one is, um, you know, the there's people, like, I believe in the, the Trinity right. and, you know, one God and expressed in three persons, uh-huh. God, the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. And there's people... Um, you know, it seems like there might be a little bit of an uprising on the uh, Jesus-only movement, you know, where they say He's mm-hmm. the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And the one thing that I have trouble knowing how to answer is, you know, where the words everlasting Father are used, I think, I, I, you know, referring to to the Father calling Him that. Mm-hmm. And that does, you know, so... I know it has probably has more to do with position or something like that, but it would help to like you know hear a, a, a perspective on it if you if you could. Well, and that's the first thing I wanted to ask you about. Well, I think of <clears throat> excuse me, I think of you know everlasting Father not as a title, uh, more as a um, how can I say it? a description. You know when 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 uh, when the Bible says that Jesus is the the firstborn. It doesn't mean that he's the firstborn of of, of 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 being born again. It means that that he's preeminent. You know what I mean? That he's the preeminent one. And when it says that Jesus is the everlasting Father, I I doubt. I, I it's not talking about him being the actual Father. You know what I mean? There's the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. These are three distinct persons that are talked about in the Bible separately. Not that they're separate from each other. But they're distinct. They are distinct from each other. The Father is never the Son. The Son is never the Father. When it when talks about uh, everlasting Father, he's not talking, him, talking about Jesus in the place of the Father. He's talking about him as the Father of all of us, the, the preeminent one, the first fruit. You know, he's not the first fruit that, he was, that Jesus right. was born again or that Jesus was saved, but he's the first fruit of the ones that he will save. You know, he's mm-hmm. the first fruit of of the of, of those who will be resurrected. You know, he died and was resurrected, and we will die and eventually be resurrected in our in our glorified bodies, as Christ was glorified, resurrected in His glorified body. But to to give you a, a direct, you know, what, where is the scripture you're talking about? I'm just looking. I was, uh, I, I I well, right now I I, I didn't look. have it, uh, but mm-hmm. I remember. Um, you know, as you were speaking, I was thinking of a parallel, maybe kind of with Abraham. You know mm-hmm. how they call him uh, Father Abraham. And, mm-hmm. You know, yeah, it's 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 um, figurative, I think, in in his title, uh, without being 
uh, literal as to like the father. He's not the father. He is the son. He's the second person of the of the Trinity, and that's where that's where um, uh, Jesus only uh, really the, the the oneness Pentecostals really get mixed up is because they they're they're not Trinitarians. They're modalists. They believe that there's one God, and that God describes Himself in the Old Testament as the Father, in the New Testament as the Son, and now in the Church Age as the Holy Spirit. But that would make God, somebody who changes himself. Well, the Bible tells us specifically in Hebrews that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He doesn't change. Uh, he's immutable, unchangeable. The Father is immutable, unchangeable. You know, he doesn't change. He doesn't uh, uh, take on different roles. You know, and is this a, uh, is this something that we can understand? No, we cannot understand the Trinity. We can't comprehend the Trinity. He's beyond our comprehension, but we can apprehend. We can take hold of what the Bible teaches about the Father, about the Son, about the Holy Spirit, about the Trinity. You know, we see that that, that he called that the Bible calls God the Father. He calls the Son God. He calls the Holy. The Bible calls the Holy Spirit God. So how do we how do we put all this together? We realize that there is one God. Behold, O Israel, the Lord thy God is one. How many times does the Bible, does the, does the Bible tell us that there are no there's no other God besides Him? He's one God, but that one God is revealed in three persons: the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. And then those three persons are eternally distinct from each other. There, the the Father is never the Holy Spirit. The Son is never the Father. The, you know, God, the Father is always the Father, the Son is always the Son, and the Holy Spirit is always the Holy Spirit. Now, can we understand this? I don't think so. I don't think I I, I, right. I, I certainly can't understand. After 40 years of being a Christian, I don't understand the, the Trinity. But I know that the Bible teaches me that God is triune. There is a Trinity, and I believe that, that God reveals himself this way. And you know, God is beyond our understanding. He's a mystery to us. But we can have a, the blessing is that we can have a relationship with this God. We can have a relationship with Jesus Christ. We can have a relationship with the Holy Spirit. And we need to stop trying to figure him out and just receive him for who he says he is. Yeah, and the, you know, the, 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 the Jesus onlys, they need, they, you know, I don't know, uh, and like, like the Mormons and the Jehovah Witnesses, they need to rationalize and bring God down to our level. Well, I'm not going to do that with, because the Bible doesn't do that. I want to come up to where God reveals himself in, in, in ways that, that, that we can't understand, but that we can grasp a hold of and just enjoy the relationship with, with the Father, with the Son, with the Holy Spirit. You know, there's too many places in the Bible, you know, when we, when we, I mean, you, at, at Jesus' baptism, you have the Son being baptized, and then you have the Father speaking from heaven, and you have the Holy Spirit descending like a dove upon him. These are three distinct manifestations of the Trinity. You have the Father speaking from heaven, the Son being baptized, and the Holy Spirit uh, 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 descending upon him as a dove. You know, at the Transfiguration, when when Moses and Elijah were speaking to Jesus and, Jesus, and, the, and, the, and the disciples witnessed his glory, you had the Father speaking from heaven. Well, if if there's if there's only how can I say this? If there's one God who changes himself into three different modes, and 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 Jesus is God, then where's where's that voice from heaven coming from? Right. You know, you understand what I mean? I mean, how do you yeah. how do you explain it? How do you how do you rationalize that? How do you how do you uh, just how do you explain it? We have one God revealed in three persons, and those three persons are eternally distinct. And when you have a title or a, 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 a like everlasting Father. You know, we need to look into that and see what is the context and what, is, what does he mean? He means the everlasting father of those who are being saved. You know, Jesus, in that sense, is the, the, the author and finisher of our faith. And in that sense, he's the everlasting father, not in the, in the, in the title role of, of, of God the Father, but he's God the Son. Now, I don't know if that helps you, but I'm hoping that does. Oh, yeah. It really does, and I really appreciate that because 
I, you know, I didn't know what to to do with that before. I, kind of, I think I heard a partial explanation mm-hmm. one time, but it wasn't. You know, yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying clear to clear or complete mm-hmm. us right now. Thank you. Yeah, another if I, another good uh, resource is uh, mm-hmm. uh, what was I going to say? Bible Gateway. There's a study. Uh, you, and also, you need to you can you can look up uh, the when you find the scripture, look it up in uh, in in your uh, in Vine's expository dictionary. You know, look up the, the word ever, and you know, look it up and look up what what the Greek. Uh, if it's in the New Testament, it's probably Greek. You know, uh, and, and mm-hmm. if we're talking about Jesus, of course, it'll be in the New Testament. But you look up the Greek yeah. uh, definition and 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 see what it says. I'm pretty sure you're going to see that it's more of a title and not a literal uh, uh, representation of who Jesus is. Thank you. And then, can I can I um, make a um, kind of a request, and then and then close with a prayer request. Okay, I sure. mean, the request is like a what it is is that um, you know my wife and I we have a, a health center, and we're having a promotion during De- you know the month of December until the thirty first, and mm-hmm. and um, we're offering free health screenings. Normally, we make a suggested amount or anything like that. Now it's like if somebody wants to. They can make a donation or, or you know, mm-hmm. but they don't have to. And it's not a suggested amount, so they don't have to feel bad about just, you know, thank you very much, and that's it. Okay. You know, um, so it's free. And I could just give, a if, a, if it's okay, a phone number that anybody who wanted to get information about it. So for, then this is for call. free health screening? Yes. Okay, go ahead and give the phone number. Okay, it's 323 area code. It's uh, L.A., and it's uh, Mm -hmm. 323, area code 535-2845. Okay. And that would be my wife, Sonia, that would uh, answer the text or the phone call. Okay. And what was your prayer request? uh, Yeah, thank you. Okay. My uh, stepfather had just passed away, and my... um, you know, I have one one sister um, who was actually his daughter and caretaker, and uh, you know, my after 15 years of separation, my mom and stepdad had had moved back in together, and you know, we're living you know a charming life for mm-hmm. a number of years, and my mother was getting closer to God and everything. But anyways, she, um, you know, she's she's a real soft heart and. I think it's really just, you know, really, I think, going to be really, It's. I think it is hard, very hard on her if we could, you know, just pray for God's comfort. Amen. She believes She believes she's saved. Um, I, You know, I, I just hope that her and my whole family, you know, that they would really, I mean, I think my mother has, you know, definitely heard the gospel and she believes she's saved. So I just hope so that, you know, that everybody. And what's your, what's your mom's name? Uh, her name, well, she goes by Terry. Okay. Usually. Well, the Lord and then, knows. And then if I could tell you one more thing, I'm sure. going to sound trivial, but, <laughs> but you know, God cares about the animals too. And I have a cat mm-hmm. that uh, has like, a, it seems like a tumor or something. And I haven't, I haven't done my ultras, my, my, my own health screening on the cat yet or taken it in yet. But, you know, my daughter's been noticing that it's uh, looking like he's shrinking a little, and I, I'm going to take him to the vet and all that, but I wanted to see if we could pray for him, too. Amen. Well, Father, I just pray for Eric, Lord. Lord, I pray, Lord, that you would reveal yourself to him in special ways, Lord, through your word, that the truth of your word, Lord, would just make you so real to him, Lord, and and the Trinity, and as the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, Lord, you are awesome, magnificent. And Lord, I just we just want to know you as you truly are. We want to know you in spirit and in truth. Jesus said that the Father is searching for those who will worship him in spirit and truth. And that's what we want, Lord. So I pray for Eric, Lord, that you would reveal yourself to him and that that that, that, that realization, Lord, would come in such a special way, Lord, to just really embed in his soul, just be, be planted in his soul, and there, that there would be fruit from there, and that he would be able to share, Lord, the truth of your word and who you are. Then, Father, we pray for his mom, Terry. Father, that you would comfort her. 
Lord, as she goes through this time, Lord, I just pray, Father, that again you would reveal yourself to her in a special way. Father, that you would just fill her heart with your love and your grace and your mercy and your kindness, and that she would know that you're with her every minute of the day. And Father, you know, Eric said he thinks that uh, that she thinks she's saved. Well, Father, I pray, Lord, that if she is saved, that you would increase, Lord, her knowledge and her understanding of you and her joy. And I pray, Lord, that if she hasn't been saved yet, that you would reveal yourself to her in a special way, Lord, that she would come into that special relationship with you. So I just pray your blessing upon Terry, your grace and your mercy upon her and Eric and the family. And I just pray for Eric's cat, Lord, that uh, that there would be a good report and that all would go well and that your healing would be upon this pet who's not trivial but very important, Lord, part of the family, Lord. And I just thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank God, you. God bless you, Eric. Good question, by the way. Thank you for calling and, and, and checking in on that. God bless you. Thank you. Good night. Let's go to our next caller and talk to Jeremiah. Hi, Jeremiah. You're on the air. Hey, Sammy. How you doing? Doing okay. How are you doing? Okay, so I want to ask you some questions. Is okay. Uh, I want to ask you a question. So who's getting baptized on December 22nd? Well, we, uh, we've got uh, my son, Jonathan. We've got a young man by the name of uh, Daniel. And uh, we're waiting on, uh, on some other people who are, might or might not be getting baptized. And whoever wants to get baptized who hasn't been yeah, baptized well, before. Too late. I already got baptized. There you what go. A... Well, that's good. I'm glad to hear that. Let me ask you, do you have a Christmas service going on? That's the Christmas service that we'll be having. It's uh, December the 20th. New, 20- uh, New Year's, we don't have anything planned yet. Uh we're not, but we're, we're we're focusing on Christmas and the baptism, and the time that we'll have together for that. Okay, so okay, so, so how's Safka doing? How's Safka's everybody? doing well. We were together okay, the other how's day. How's the boy from? Uh, okay, how's the boy? Is he still? Manny's, taking Manny's doing well. He's no, he's finished with the chemotherapy. He did the surgery, and uh, hopefully he'll be okay. You know, he's recovering in and, the hospital, uh, so okay. he's doing okay. How are you doing, Sammy? Doing Albert? fine. Doing fine, Jeremiah. How can okay, we pray well, for you okay. tonight? Well, I'm all right. Well, okay. Well, if you could pray for me, because I got a place. I'm all the way at Northridge now. I got a place. Okay, praise the Lord. That's the end. That's that's an answer to prayer. Yeah, praise the Lord. Okay. Okay, let's pray. Father, we thank you, Lord. Okay, Sammy. I thank you for Jeremiah and his faithfulness, but even more so, Lord, I thank you for your faithfulness, Lord, for giving mm-hmm. Jeremiah a place to live and, and, and providing, Lord, for his needs. Thank mm-hmm. you for, for all that you're doing in his life, Mugodil. And, Lord, as you provided this place in Northridge, I know that you'll provide for every need, Lord, to pay the monthly uh, uh, rent, Lord, and to pay the utilities, Lord. I just pray that you would bless uh, uh, Jeremiah and his family, Lord, his mom, and that you would provide for all of their needs according to your riches and glory in Christ Jesus. And we thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen, Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Thank you for that prayer, Sammy. God bless you, Jeremiah. God bless your new place. Thanks okay, for calling in. Pastor, I wanted to ask you something. Sure. Can I ask you something, Sammy? Yeah, go ahead. How old are you? I want to ask you something. How I'm old 50, are you? I'm 59, I'm 59 years old. Really? Yep, 59. I thought you So I thought you was older, so you're 60. <laughs> yeah, I'll be 60 next year. Okay, Jeremiah, thanks God for calling you. in. Thank you. God bless uh, we want to pray for, for Ricky. Ricky called in from Phoenix, and he has a prayer request for his entire family and help for a problem about eating. So, and we just pray, Lord, for Ricky and his family, that the blessing of an awesome and mighty God would be upon them, that the power of God would just be shed upon them, and that you would be glorified through whatever's going on, Lord, that you would be glorified through the healing, through the blessing of each and every circumstance. And whatever this problem is about eating, Lord, Lord, you created us to eat. You created us with a desire for food, a need for food. And I pray, Lord, that this need would be fulfilled in a godly way and that whatever disorder there is, Lord, whatever problem there is, that you would be the answer to this problem, that you would be the, 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 the cure, the healer. I pray, Lord, your healing, your power upon Ricky and his entire family. In Jesus' name, amen.
Amen. Well, again, uh, this is the Gypsy Christian Hour. You're listening to a live program, and if you'd like to call in tonight for prayer or to ask a question, you can reach us at one 888 995 That's one 888 Jeremiah was just asking me about the uh, Christmas service on December the 22nd. I just want to mention it again. We'll be having a Christmas service uh, at the church in Arcadia at 8 o'clock on December the 22nd. It'll be a baptism service. So uh, if you've recently received the Lord or you've never been baptized and you want to be baptized and uh, come out to the L.A. Gypsy Church, uh, get in touch with us first. Let us know that you're uh, that you want to get baptized and we'll arrange it. So uh, uh, come out, you know, put it on your calendar, December the 22nd. L.A. Gypsy Church, 805 North 1st Avenue uh, for a Christmas service. So we're excited about it. We're looking forward to it. We don't know what the Lord's going to do, but we know the Lord has a blessing in store for you and for all who come. So we're just keep so just keep it in prayer and seek the Lord and ask the Lord what he would have you do. So again, uh, Friday, December 22nd, uh, Christmas service in Arcadia. Uh, we'll be announcing it again, so don't worry. We've got time. Uh, just put it on your calendar. And like I said, <clears throat> we have been going through First uh, Corinthians. Oh well, let's before we go into our study, we've got one more call uh, for prayer requests. Let's talk to Mila. Hi, Mila. You're on the air. How can we help you? Hi. Hi. Well, um, I hope you have the time. I've been listening to you. I never knew about you. Uh, it's just unfortunately. We are homeless, and we are sitting in our vehicle and listening to you, how you pray wonderfully for everybody. Well, let's pray about your homelessness. uh, Well, the thing is, you just uh, prayed for a gentleman that he finally found Mm -hmm. home, and we lost our home due to a very bad situation. Bank took it away, the foreclosure in September. My entire family are scattered, and... um, they they are suffering big time, um, gone everywhere that you can name, mm-hmm. uh, from Ventura County all the way to L.A. No answer to any of it, and uh, it's painful. I am at a job. My husband is on the Social Security that is very limited with the income, and it's uh, uh, and we lost our son three years ago. He was 29 years old, and uh, it feels like we are thinking. It feels um, it feels pretty closed, and um, uh, I would like you to pray for us because um, it feels like you, there is there is no. It feels like you're just gonna die in this vehicle. Well, you're. I'm sure you're not going to die in that vehicle because God has a plan. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to just, you know, uh, give you some some trivial answer to your to your request because it's 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 so serious. But I want to tell you that God loves you, Mila, and He knows your situation. He sees you right now, and He has a plan for you. Jeremiah twenty nine eleven says that I know the plans that I have for you. Plans for your welfare and to give you a future and not for calamity. The Lord has allowed you to go through this for a reason. We don't know the reason. I don't know the reason. I don't know why they're suffering. I don't know why there's so much hurt and pain in this world. But I know that God will use it to glorify his name and to do good for you. So, Father, I just pray for Mila, her husband, her family. Lord, I I hear the hurt and the desperation and the hopelessness in her voice, but there's always hope in you, Lord. There's always hope that we can reach out to you. There's the confidence that we can know that you hear our prayers, and that if you hear our prayers, your word says that we have the request that we ask of you, Lord. Lord, we pray according to your will for Mila and her family, that your perfect will, Lord, would be accomplished in her and her family for her husband, Lord. Lord, that they would find work, and that they would find work that would be able to 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 accomplish what they need to do, Lord, that you would provide a place for them to stay, a home, 
Lord, that you would provide all of their needs according to your riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Lord, you have a abundant means, Lord. The, the cattle on a thousand hills is yours, Lord. The gold and the silver is yours, Lord. And you said, Father, that you would provide for all of our needs. I pray for your provision, Lord, for Mila. Lord, I pray that you would take them from that car into a home, Lord. I pray that you would give them work, Lord, that you would give them a job, that you would give them a career, and that you would provide, Lord, for their needs, to bring their family back together, to glorify your name, that all would be done to glorify your name, Lord. Lord, I know there are needs in this world, but our greatest need, Lord, is to be pleasing to you. Our greatest need is to to seek you. Our greatest need is to find you and to be in your will and, Lord, to be in the plan of, of giving you glory and honor and praise. And I pray, Lord, that from this day forward, from this night on, Lord, that your name would be glorified through the provision and all that you do for Mila and her family. Lord, we pray in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray in that glorified name of Jesus. We pray in the name that is above all names, Lord. And we ask, Lord, for your grace, your mercy, your salvation, and your prosperity upon Mila and her family. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you so much from the heart. And um, um, uh, it's a very... Um, uh, I believe it didn't just happen. It happened because if I was not in this car, I would never know about you praying this late for everybody. Well, thank you, Mila. God bless you, and may the Lord may the Lord increase His I blessing. I am originally from Europe, so we came here many years ago, mm-hmm. and just my um, my husband is always in pain. Always Satan is attacking his body, and we lost our son. I'm sorry. So it so is sorry a difficult, loss. very difficult to um, to uh, you know even to cope with that um, mm-hmm. and uh, the loss and uh, family got astray. Well, I pray God's comfort and peace and His blessing upon you and your husband and all of yes, your family. Yes, yes, and um, I hope and pray that I will have a chance to talk to you again. Um, Thank you. I appreciate you. Um, being this late and uh, doing the minister and the word of God and helping people. God God bless you, Mila. Thank you. God bless you. you. Bye bye. God bless you. Oh, I think we we need to get that. There we go. Okay, let's get into our word for tonight, our message for tonight. You know, we were talking about. uh, you know, before we go on, you know, just keep Mila and her in your prayers as as you as you pray in the morning or as you pray in the evening. Uh, just you know, uh, there's so many uh, oh, there's so many so many hurting people, and we hear of the hurt. And I just want to encourage you to to keep Mila and keep people that keep people that you know of and even that you don't know. Just mention the homeless and those who are suffering. Just keep them in your prayers. And if you can, you know, uh, mention Mila in your prayers and just ask the Lord to provide. Amen. Let's get into our word for tonight. It's uh, We're in 1 Corinthians, the third chapter. And if you've been following uh, the, uh, the program, you know that Paul is writing to uh, the Corinthian church, a church that he planted and uh, when he went to Corinth. And who he was there for about eighteen months, about a year and a half, uh, living with these people and ministering to these people, and just bringing them the gospel of Jesus Christ. And 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 the Lord used him to plant the church there. And after he left Corinth, he went to Ephesus, but began hearing some stuff that was going on in Corinth. And he's writing them a letter of of love, but also correction and rebuke. And he starts the third chapter. And he says, brethren, uh, and brethren, I could not speak to you as spiritual men, but as men of flesh, as to infants in Christ. You know, he's saying, uh, I, I, I can't speak to you as mature people. I can't talk to you as mature Christians because you're still infants. You're still babies in, in Christ. You know, I gave you milk to drink, not solid food, for you were not able to receive it. You know, when he was there, and, and even till now, they're still on the milk of the word and not solid food. You know, he says, you know, he said, when I came to you, I came to you in weakness and in trembling, giving you 
the the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm determining not to know anything to you uh, with you about Christ except Christ crucified. He gave them the simple gospel message, and still they're they're not able to receive anything but that simple gospel message. He says, "I, I gave you milk." And you're still on milk. You're not able to take solid food yet. And I was interested. He says, men of flesh. He says, you are men of flesh. And I looked up the, the Greek word, and the, the, the Greek word for men of flesh here is sarkinos, or sarkinos, uh, with the meaning of weakness. You guys are still weak. You're weak. You're not able to to be mature. You're not able to be strong. You're not able to go forward. You're still where I left you. You're still babies in Christ. You know, when, when Paul first spoke to them, you know, the people of Corinth, he knew their condition. He knew where they were. He knew they lived in a, in a, in a city of sin, full of sin. You know, uh, Corinth was a very fleshly, sinful city uh, filled with all types of debauchery. It, they just gave in to all types of, of, of fleshly desires. He knew they had no interest at the time. They had no interest in spiritual things. So he spoke to them, you know, as as men of the flesh. And he still has to speak to them as men of flesh. You know, he couldn't give them the solid food of, the, uh, of doctrine, of commandments, of theology. He gave them the simple message. He didn't talk to them about any of that, those things. He spoke to them as if they were babes in these matters. You know, he gave them the milk, and they still are. The problem is, you know, they're still babies in the in, in the flesh. You know, what do you expect from a child? What do you expect from a baby? You expect them to grow. You don't want a baby to stay a baby. You know, as 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 cute and as as lovely and as beautiful as babies are, you don't want them to stay babies all of their life. You want them to grow and mature and become adults. And become self-sufficient. Now, none of us spiritually are self-sufficient. But we should be able to come to the Lord on our own and seek Him and desire Him and look to Him. So, these, these, the, current, the church of Corinth were still babies in the Lord. He spoke to them in the way that they could understand. They weren't in a place, they weren't in a condition to receive this instruction. But he needed to give them this instruction. You know, it's it was I think it was disappointing to Paul that so much time had passed and they were still babies in Christ. Even after being with them and teaching them for eighteen months, they were still babies in Christ. Because he says in the in the in the second word, indeed, even now you are still not able. He said, "What?" He said, "I gave you milk to drink, not solid food, for you were not able yet to receive it. Indeed, even now you're not able." He says, "For you are still fleshly; you're still weak. For since there is jealousy and strife, and here's where he's getting to. This is the point he's going to make. For since there is jealousy and strife among you." You are not, are you not fleshly? Are you not walking like mere men? For when one says, I am of Paul, and another says, I am of Apollos, are you not mere men? He's saying, what's going on with you guys? Why are there still petty arguments and quarrels in the church? He's saying, you're, 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 you're fleshly, you're babes. Why? Because I see there's jealousy and there's strife among you. And wherever there is jealousy and wherever there is strife and petty quarrels like this, we see immaturity. There's immaturity. I don't care if you're a 10, 20, 30, 40-year-old Christian. If, you're still, if, you're still, if there's still jealousy and strife in your life, you're immature. You're still a baby in Christ. You haven't grown. You haven't matured. You haven't grown past these petty little things. He's saying, who's Paul? Who's Apollos? Are they not just mere men? You, you, you say that I, you, you, you divide over who's with Paul or who's been taught by Paul, who's been taught by Apollos. There's still these petty things going on in the church, and it's evidence that you're still in the flesh. You're still fleshly. You're weak. 
And I looked up, you know, I looked up these, these words, jealousy and strife. And strife is, 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 is bitterness, uh, violence. It, it, it's bitter, sometimes violent conflict or dissension, political strife. And now that's what was going on. There was a, a, a political thing going on, you know, who's, who's the better pastor? Who's the better teacher? Paul, Paul or Apollo? Cephas? Who? You know, I, I'm a follower of this guy. I'm a follower of that guy. Big deal. We're all, supposed to, we're all supposed to be followers of Christ, and Paul's going to make that point later on in the chapter. It's a fight. It's a struggle that's going on, and this is spiritual immaturity, and Paul's pointing that out to them, and he's rebuking them for that. He says, what then is Apollos, and what is Paul? Servants through whom you believed, even as the Lord gave opportunity to each one. He says, who, who are we? Who's Apollos? Who's Paul? We're just servants. We're serving the Lord Jesus Christ. And in his service, he gave us the opportunity to come to you and give you the gospel, reveal to you the gospel. It says, e, uh, Paul is just telling them that we're mere men, but the Lord has given us the opportunity to come to you, to serve him and to serve you. The only thing special about these men is that God chose them. God chose them, not for their great abilities, not for who they were, no, but because God saw that he could use them, that they would submit to him, that they would surrender to him. It wasn't because of their great qualities or their gifts. It was because God loved them and chose them. You know, we think that, well, this guy's got this gift and this guy's got that gift. No. No, God gives gifts to those who he chooses. You know, God doesn't choose the qualified. You know, God sees qualities. God sees it all. But he doesn't choose you on your qualifications. God doesn't choose the qualified. God qualifies the chosen. God chooses and then gives the ability. And Paul's saying that. What then is Apollos? What is Paul? Servants through whom you believed, even as the Lord gave opportunity to each one. He gives opportunity. God chooses, and then he gives his gifts to qualify the chosen, to make the chosen able to preach and to teach and to serve God's people. They were used by God to do the work, but it is God who brings good results. It is God who brings the blessings. In verse 7 it says, So neither the one who plants nor the one who waters is anything. No one is to receive the glory. No one receives praise except God for the good works that he does. No one is to receive the glory for good works except God, except Jesus Christ. That's what Paul is saying here. The one who plants or the one who waters, they're not anything, but God who causes the growth. Now he who plants and he who waters are one. But each will receive his own reward according to his own labor. For we are God's fellow workers, and you are God's field, God's building. God will reward his servants, not man. And God's servants shouldn't seek their reward from men. They should seek whatever they have coming from God. Verse 10, according to the grace of God which was given to me, like a wise master builder, I laid a foundation and another is building on it. But each man must be careful how he builds on it. For no one can lay a foundation other than the one which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. When when, when men of God, pastors, preachers, teachers, build, they must build on what has already been laid, the foundation that is already there. They can't lay a new foundation. There There is no new foundation. There is one foundation, and that foundation is Jesus Christ. What did Paul say? I determined when I came to you not to know anything except Christ crucified. There's the foundation that pastors, preachers, teachers must build upon. You build upon the foundation of Jesus Christ, and the foundation is Christ crucified for the sins of the earth. Christ crucified for the transgressions of man. Christ crucified as the ultimate, ultimate sacrifice for every sin ever committed by every person who ever lived. And also, his 
his uh, 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 resurrection. We preach a glorified Christ. He who was, yes, he who was sacrificed on the cross, he who gave himself on the cross, he who was spitten on and, 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 and beaten and crucified, but also he who was raised from the dead, he who was resurrected on the third day and glorified and conquering death and sin. We preach Jesus Christ and we build on that foundation. No other foundation is worth building on. No other foundation is there ever to be built upon. There's no foundation except Jesus Christ crucified and resurrected. And if any man builds on a foundation with gold, silver, and precious stones... Now, Paul is saying, we, when we build, we build upon this foundation of Jesus Christ. And it says, if any man builds on a foundation with gold, silver, and precious stones... Why is he mentioning gold, silver, and precious stones? Because these are works of value. Because these are things of value. Gold, silver, precious stones are valuable. And we want our works to be valuable. These are works of value. And what makes them valuable? When they're done for the glory of God. If any work is to be done, it's to be done for the glory of God. Through the foundation of Jesus Christ, built on that foundation. But says that he, but he also says there's wood, hay, and straw. These were works of no... Of what value is wood, hay, and straw compared to gold, silver, and precious stones? There's no value there. They're worthless because they're done for others to see. Yes, there are works that are done for the glory of God, and there are done there are works done to be for, for, for man to receive glory. Do you know what I'm talking about? Are you listening to this? You know when a preacher gets up there to preach and he preaches a great sermon and he does it as unto the Lord, unto his, unto the people, for the people to receive blessings. That's a work done for God. When you go out and you give to the homeless, when you give to those who are suffering, and nobody knows that you're doing it. That's done unto the Lord. Those are good works. But when you try and preach a sermon just so you can get the praise of other people, when you give to, to others and others to be, to, to be seen by yeah, and known by other people, those are works that what? It says, each man's work will become evident. For the day will show it because it is to be revealed with fire. And the fire itself will test the quality of each man's work. All these works will be judged or tested by God, my friend. They'll be tested in, uh, uh, by God for their motivation. Why were they done? It says, if any man's work which is built on it remains, and he will receive a reward. A man's work will be tested. And if done for God's glory, he will receive a reward. A reward referred to as a crown. And there are many scriptures that describe the crown of righteousness, the crown of, of, of holiness, the, uh, the other crowns, I forget what they are. It's 1 Corinthians 9.25, 1 Thessalonians 2.19, and it goes on and describes the crowns that we will receive if our works are tested and they remain. Well, I hope and I pray that this was a good work tonight, that this word blessed you and that you'll receive the word of God not as fleshly men in weakness, but as spiritual. Spiritual in understanding and, and not quarreling and not bickering over senseless and silly things, but seeking God for really and truly who He is and His desire for our lives. Well, I hope you enjoyed tonight's program. Don't forget to, that we'll be back here next Saturday night at midnight preaching God's Word and praying for the prayer requests. Don't forget that we'll be in church tomorrow morning at 10 a.m., uh, and we'll be Friday. We'll be out in, in Arcadia Friday night. So put it on your calendar next Friday night. Come out and join us at 805 North First Avenue in the city of Arcadia, and put December 22nd on your calendar for our Christmas service. We hope you'll join us. Well, that's all our time for tonight. Hope you enjoyed the program. Don't forget, we'll be back here next week. God bless you, and good night.
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.